Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is Tuesday, June 22nd, and this is for June 19th through June 25th. Today, the planet Mercury goes direct. It went direct at 3 p.m. Pacific, and all I can say is hallelujah. Congratulations to all of us on making it through this one. A Mercury retrograde is tricky to navigate to begin with, and a Mercury retrograde when Mercury is in Gemini is just... um. Mm. Let's just say that no one should have to experience that. But we did, and uh, hopefully we're still here. Uh, The planet Mercury rules both Gemini and Virgo. Virgo is more discriminating when it comes to processing information. I always associate Virgo with the Joe Friday character from that TV show Dragnet, played by Jack Webb, when he would say, just the facts, ma'am. But uh, usually when it comes to, uh, to information, Virgo doesn't want any funny business. Mm. Whereas Gemini says, oh, we'll take that funny business. We love that stuff. Gemini wants to see everything uh, mm. before it makes a decision. Gemini likes to take a unique look at things. Whereas Virgo says, I don't want to take a unique look at things. I want to take a normal look at things. Mm-hmm. So when you're already dealing with Mercury and Gemini, that's just letting everything in in terms of information, just pro- just taking everything in, and you throw a retrograde in on top of that, it can be especially tricky to know if you're seeing things clearly, if you're hearing people right, if you're getting the best information, and we still might not know for another week or so. Mm. Uh, even though Mercury did go direct today, it's going to take about another week for Mercury to get back up to speed. And for another week here, we're probably going to be busy sorting out any of the miscommunications or snafus that took place during Mercury retrograde. So if you are looking to make any big decisions in your life, I'd say give it at least until next week Mm. or uh, July 1st, if possible, to be totally in the clear. And then our next Mercury retrograde is not until September 27th, when it will be in Libra. Mm. Also, Jack Webb from Dragnet never actually said that line, the uh, line about just the facts, ma'am. That's kind of an urban myth. He actually said, all we want are the facts, ma'am. So small little thing there. I never knew that before. It sounds like a Mandela effect. Yeah, very Mandela effect. Uh, But that's also something positive that can happen during Mercury retrograde. You go back and you realize something you thought you knew. You didn't actually know it. It was a little different than what you thought. So consciously or unconsciously during Mercury retrogrades, we're also reviewing things, maybe unearthing a little something we thought we understood, but didn't, even if it's on a small level like that. (laughs) Misunderstanding dragnet quotes. Anyway, the sun is now in Cancer. It entered Cancer on Sunday, June 20th, and it will remain there until July 22nd. This will help us catch our breath a little bit after an especially hectic Gemini season. Uh, Maybe you've already noticed you've started to relax a little bit. Maybe you've noticed how tired you are and are now allowing yourself to rest instead of thinking obsessively. Uh, I started doing a jigsaw puzzle last night because that is the perfect blend of Gemini and Cancer activities. I'm using my mind to put the puzzle together, and I'm also keeping my mind busy with a project, and that pleases Gemini. 
and the puzzle, uh, the puzzle is also a very cozy little activity that I can do in the comfort and safety of my own home in my pajamas, which pleases cancer. Mm. And while a more relaxing vibe will kick in eventually, I don't expect it to happen in the next couple of days because we have a full moon on the horizon on Thursday, June 24th. It will be a full moon in Capricorn, and it is a strawberry supermoon. Mm. What's a supermoon? Well, in a nutshell, a supermoon, they call it that because the moon is going to be really close to, to Earth. The moon is actually going to come within 500... I can't get it out without laughing. <laughs> what? Sorry. Sagittarius laughing at his own jokes. Um, the moon, I was going to say the moon will come within 50 feet of Earth. Sorry, I am <laughs> I'm exhausted from Gemini. That better not be true. Yeah, it's not true. It's not even okay. that funny. I don't know why I'm laughing so much. Um, I was trying to say the moon will come within 50 feet of Earth. Um, I wish, but um, the moon will be closer to Earth than it normally is. And the days leading up to the full moon... The moon will be in Sagittarius. It's currently in Sagittarius mm. today. That's why I'm acting uh, like an idiot. <laughs> and um, it'll stay in Sagittarius until Thursday when it goes into Capricorn and the full moon. And I'm just exhausted thinking about it. Mm. Uh, however, if you are exhausted like me, the Cancer Sun has your back and will be moving into a slower pace of life that will be a little more focused on self-care and nurturing our bodies and our souls. So relax, take a bath, get mm. cozy, and wear a robe. But um, anyway, as we transition away from Gemini and into Cancer, I'd like to transition into the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. As I mentioned at the top, Elmi is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. She was born October 24th. Mm. Elmi, as a Scorpio, as we say goodbye to Gemini season, how would you rate your own personal Gemini season on a scale of 1 to 10? Uh, wow. So does 10 mean it was like a great Gemini season? Yes. Or, um, you know, that is, I, I don't know. And what I'm learning about myself is that if you ask me to rate stuff in terms of numbers, I really struggle. Like I don't know how to do that. I would say it was, uh, I would say it was all over the place, really. I mean, if I could, like, if you took an average from one to ten, it would be, I don't know, seven maybe. I, I don't know. Seven. Okay. Yeah. I mean, after you're saying it was kind of hard to rate, I was actually picturing in my mind six point five. I thought you were gonna give oh. it maybe a six and a half. If you round it up to, uh, if you round up six and a half, you do get seven. So um, yeah, just from my observation, I thought you were kind of having a seven sort of Gemini, <laughs> Gemini season. Okay. Um, and I guess just one follow-up question. As a Scorpio, mm. if Gemini season was a person, is there anything mm. you would like to say to Gemini season before we say goodbye to it? I would say thank you, Gemini season, for making it interesting. And just uh, please uh, let's do our best to work better with each other in the future. Yeah. Okay. I think that's good. Um, yeah. I'm going to miss Gemini season two. It it exhausted me as it always does, but there's also usually a little bit of fun involved or, or sometimes a lot of fun. 
Uh, I was thinking about Gemini the other day, and I kind of liken it to Liquid Plumber in a way, and that Gemini gets stuff moving. You know, if there was some areas of your life that were stagnant, maybe you saw over the last few weeks some new life was maybe breathed into it. Um, Liquid Plumber is one of those things like uh, I've rented a lot of apartments in my day, and usually on the lease it'll say that they don't want you to use Liquid Plumber. Because uh, it can be a little harsh, or it can be a little, uh, a little too much, or something. I don't know. I, I've never really used this stuff myself. But Gemini, I just say, yeah, it shakes things up. It gets things moving. It gives us the opportunity to look at things from a different perspective. It it allows us to question things and say, why is this situation like this, or why do we do these certain rituals? Whose idea was this? And why do we just continue to blindly follow it? Mm. Whereas Gemini is not afraid to question things. Gemini is just endlessly curious about life and about things. And um, yeah, I'm just going to say goodbye, Gemini season. We missed you. And uh, welcome, Cancer season. Mm. Uh, one of our regular listeners, if I can read my notes here, Rebecca Balick, um, she wrote us and she has a Cancer Moon. And she was asking us something to the effect of, as a Cancer Moon, uh, what should she do or what should she expect now that the sun is in Cancer? Um, with anything moon related, they say that's usually when we get what we need. Uh, anything sun related is what we want. But whatever our moon is in, that's what we actually need out of life. Mm. So, uh, Rebecca does have a Cancer Moon. We're going into Cancer. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's one of those things where certainly the self-care, the nurturing definitely comes into play. Cancer is also about family stuff. Um, so I guess in general, if you do have a Cancer moon, you might want to especially look into how you can be um, a mother to yourself. Um, mm. Even if you have a great, excellent mother, and it's not something like that where like, but just how can you nurture yourself? How can you take care of yourself? And how can you be more receptive, I suppose, to uh, getting what you need out of life. Um, I never really know how to give examples outside of my own experience, but like I have a Gemini moon. We were just in Gemini. And uh, what did I get that I needed? Well, I needed some acting jobs. I'm an actor and I was lucky enough to get two of them. Mm -hmm. And then I just also need some sort of, uh, again, something to like keep my mind busy. So I read a lot and I, I went through a phase where I just couldn't really find any books I could really get into. And now all of a sudden I have like three or four books that I, I can read. Um, mm. Again, these are small things, but that's the stuff that like I needed. So uh, cancer is more of a focus on where you live, uh, your home environment, your family, taking care of yourself, uh, slowing down in general. Cancer comes in between Gemini and Leo Usually with Gemini, it's a lot of mental energy. Usually with Leo, a lot more uh, being out in the world uh, kind of vibe, whereas Cancer wants us to kind of retreat a little bit. We can still be out in the world, mm -hmm. but also wants to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. So um, really just focusing on the self-care and that kind of stuff. And then also because, you know, how do I phrase this, but... When the, the moon is in, when the sun is in the sign that your moon is in, um, you can also kind of get some surprises too. I mean, sometimes stuff from the uh, unconscious comes up. Um, certain events can come into your life that you weren't expecting, but might also come into your life because, you know, some of the stuff that your soul needs to experience in order for you to grow as a, as a human um, and I also find that when your moon is there in the same sign, that at least you're usually mentally equipped to deal with it at that time. You might be a little bit more mentally tough 
than if you're experiencing a moon opposition during that time. So, um, I don't know. That's my rambling answer. But uh, Rebecca Balick also does tarot readings. Um, if you want to check out her Instagram page, her handle is shadowcat. That's shadowcat underscore becks. B-E-C-K-S. Becks. Shadowcat underscore becks. Um, what else we got here? Okay, so more retrograde planets. Um, Sunday, June 20th, the planet Jupiter went retrograde, and it will stay there until October 18th. Mm. With an outer planet like Jupiter, and I can't remember who, where I read this or, or who told me this, but they said like with Jupiter, it's just such a happy-go-lucky planet. It doesn't really matter if Jupiter's direct or retrograde. It's just always kind of happy and doing its thing. So mm. that's something that might not necessarily affect us. However, Jupiter is, uh, some of its themes are, you know, focused around luck and growth. So with the outer planets, when they go retrograde or go direct, it's usually a couple days before they do it, a couple days after. You kind of want to maybe look around and see if you're noticing anything in your life then, because then it could be like the outer planet. Like Mm. the day Jupiter went retrograde, I got an acting job. So something like that. Um, Saturday, June 25th, the planet Neptune will go retrograde and it will stay retrograde until December 1st. What does that mean? I don't know. Uh, Neptune doesn't give us logical answers. Mm. Uh, Neptune always deals with intuition, with dreams, with, with symbols. It's not words on a page. Uh, you can't just look up answers with Neptune. It's Mm. something you have to feel. That's really like the Neptune is more like you have a very vivid dream that inspires you to perhaps, you know, do something different in your life. It's that kind of a deal. So if you have any inspiring dreams, I guess starting right around now with Neptune going retrograde on the 25th or a couple days after, maybe pay extra attention to those. There might be some subliminal messages trying to get through to you. And with Neptune doing stuff, um, those messages might be a little more clear. Mm. Um but yeah, just in general with Jupiter and Neptune going retrograde, just kind of look at the days around. And um, and then the long term over the coming months, you might not necessarily notice it until maybe they eventually go direct. And then you'll say, oh, wow, look how far I came in this area. Look how much of this changed in this area. Uh, that kind of a deal. Um, Saturday, June 26th, the planet Venus will enter Leo, Mm. joining Mars, which is also in Leo. Mm. And then eventually the sun will be in Leo. Uh, but this is, you know, with Leo energy, it's a good time to get outside of your comfort zone. It's a good time to promote yourself. Mm. You might... Selfies too, right? Oh, it's right. Take those selfies. Again, um, whatever, however many selfies you take a day, triple it. (laughs) You know, you might just feel a little more confident in general. So if you've been thinking about doing something, especially like with creativity, I think anything, anytime Leo's involved, that'll give you that extra boost where it's like, you know, I always wanted to do... An astrology podcast, but I just mm-hmm. never had the confidence to do it. Well, now you got these Leo planets helping you, pushing you to do your astrology uh, podcast mm. or whatever it is yeah. you want to do. Uh, however, you know, do watch your temper. Leo energy does have a tendency to take pretty much everything personally because it does have a very strong attachment to the ego. Mm. But at the same time, be proud of yourself. You know, it's okay to be a little boastful every now and then. And yes, to be a little bit selfish on occasion with your time, with your energy and that kind of stuff. 
A uh, couple quick shout outs to a couple other regular listeners. And I was mentioning that, you know, we are going through eclipse season and how that's, I mean, I think like last few weeks, all I've been talking about is how tired I am, <laughs> I'm all the ups and downs, the highs, the lows, I'm all over the place. Well, one of our regular listeners, Bill Radovich, says he has really been enjoying this energy of late. Hello, this is one of your listeners, Bill Radovich. Um, I just want to say I've definitely been feeling the energy creatively. Um I know like both of you guys follow me on my social media, but my creative output has been kind of insane lately, like working on photos and memes and uh, I'm working on another album and I felt like a creative spark for that. So that's how I'm feeling lately. He's also taken on, he's kind of appointed himself as the next Batman too. Uh, he's got an Instagram series going where he's uh, wearing the Batman mask and I think he makes an excellent Batman. Um, but check out Bill's music on Bandcamp and other streaming services. First name Bill, last name Radovich, R-A-D-O-V-I-C-H, Bill Radovich. And again, it just goes to show, like, you know, it really depends on where the planets are in your birth chart and how that will jive with what the planets are doing, you know, like today. Uh, we're all wired differently. We all have different uh, stuff going on and you know, some aspects might end up being easy going for some of us, might be more difficult for, for others. Uh, we all kind of shine at different times of the year anyway. Um, but again, yeah, it's it's just there's a lot of activity out there right now. I just continue to say that, but there, there really is a lot going on. Um, so just remember to unplug and, and take care of yourself as we go. And then a quick thank you to Kathy Denault for being a monthly supporter. Ooh, um, thank you, Kathy. Yeah, Almy set it up so we can have monthly supporters now through the Anchor app. Uh, just full disclosure, Kathy Denault is my mother. Woo! Uh, but hey, we appreciate the support. Thank you, Mom. We love you. And thanks for uh, listening and, and for the support. Uh, just a quick rundown on this upcoming week, or at least what's left of it. Uh, we Usually we do these uh, podcasts on Saturday, but Almy and I were out of town for a few days. Plus Mercury retrograde, plus you know any other number of excuses. Ah. We're doing it uh, this week on Tuesday, and as I mentioned today, Tuesday Mercury did go direct. Now the day Mercury goes direct, that's when they say Mercury is technically stationary, so it's just kind of chilling. And Mercury is the planet of communication, so if it's not really moving right now, that could make our uh, connections and our communications strained. So today is a, uh, there's a lot of potential today, June 22nd, for miscommunications, uh, and, and also Wednesday the 23rd. So just be really careful and mindful with your words, and just understand that people are, are probably trying to do their best to communicate with you. It's no one's fault. It's just Mercury is not really helping us with smooth communications. Tonight, Tuesday, uh, the moon, which is in Sagittarius, is going to form a nice trine with Mars, which is in Leo. So that might give us all a boost of energy. It's going to be exact at 5.17 p.m. Pacific. So we might end up being a little bit wired tonight. We might have a little extra oomph to uh, do stuff or to start new projects or whatever it might be. So see if you feel that. Um, or you might just be feeling the uh, full moon fever too. That's a part of it for sure. Wednesday, June 23rd might be a little more eh. The, the moon's going to be opposing Mercury, uh, and as I already mentioned, Mercury's not at full speed. With the moon opposing Mercury on top of it, that's also going to add to strained communications, potentially. And then the planet Venus, which is in Cancer, is going to oppose 
Pluto, which is in Capricorn. So there could be, uh, with Venus strained like that, uh, you know, it's not going to help smooth over situations like it normally can. So uh, that could be tricky too. And then eh, we got the moon forming a nice little square with Neptune. And as I mentioned, uh, Neptune is uh, known for fuzzy communication to begin with. And if it's forming a square with the moon on top of it, that's just going to add to the uh, wackiness. So Wednesday, yeah, um, you might not have the full story on anything. So take a breath and focus on Thursday if you find yourself mm. in that situation. Of course, Thursday, we're going to have a full moon. Um, so any wackiness or things that were unsaid Tuesday and Wednesday, they might come to the surface on Thursday uh, when it's the full moon. And it's a full moon in Capricorn opposing the sun in Cancer. Now, both Capricorn and Cancer are uh, very interested in security. They just have very different ways about going about it. I would say Cancer is more focused on family security, whereas Capricorn is more focused on, say, national security. Um, but it's going to be, you know, Capricorn's law and order. Uh, cancer is more families first. Um, it's going to be um, emotions versus um, not feeling anything, uh, that kind of a, a thing. So that's going to be what's going on on Thursday. Uh, could be an especially emotional full moon. I don't normally say that when the moon's in Capricorn, but because of the cancer influence, uh, that could be the thing that's going to provide the, the emotions. And it could be something around uh, politics, I would say. They usually say with a full moon, certain things come to the surface, certain things come to light. There could be yet another political scandal you might mm. hear about on Thursday. Uh, that's my armchair prediction. Mm. Um, Friday, June 25th, I would say be open to innovative, outside-the-box thinking. The moon is going to form a nice trine with Uranus, which can lead to... Um, innovative ideas. And also that's the day that Neptune goes retrograde. And, uh, you know, again, Neptune, kind of that fuzzy energy. People might be more open to just kind of a funky viewpoint on yeah. Friday uh, with the Uranus-Neptune action going on. So um, I just think in general, Friday's going to feel a little bit less rigid. We'll still be feeling the effects of the full moon as well. And then Saturday, the moon will be in Aquarius, and it'll stay there, it looks like, for uh, the majority of the weekend. So we're going to have an Aquarius moon weekend, which could lead to a lot of fun. could also be potentially exhausting, um, especially with Venus going into Leo. So Aquarius and Leo are going to butt heads a little bit over the weekend. But in general, yeah, Aquarius moon is usually good for socializing, and it's taking place on a weekend when usually we have a little more time to socialize and connect with people. So hopefully we have a fun weekend coming up here. And yeah, I'm going to go take a long nap. But thanks as always for listening. Happy end of Mercury retrograde. We love you. And I believe Elmy is going to have us uh, do a few breaths. Yeah, let's close out this whole Mercury retrograde and the episode with a nice few deep cleansing breaths. So get comfortable, stretch out, shake your shoulders, whatever gets you in a nice relaxing state. You can close your eyes if you want to, if that helps. And now together, slowly in through your nose, just take a nice deep breath and hold that breath and then slowly release through the mouth. And take one more just like that. Ready? Slow, deep breath in. Hold. And a slow, deep breath out. 
All right, let's do the last one. Ready? A nice, slow, deep breath in. Hold. And slow, deep breath out. Awesome. Remember to unclench your jaw, unclench your shoulders, forehead, anything that's tight, you can feel free to let that loose. Thank you, as always, for listening. We appreciate your support. We love that you listen to us, and we're so sorry that the episode is late this week, but uh, we should be on track for next week. So thanks again for listening, and um, we'll talk to you then.